You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of eXp Realty on your home for success, 105.7. So you want to be a real estate investor and have a have a rent house, be a landlord, a property manager, expert, uh, Matt Zalk with Key Renter. Matt, what is the biggest mistake people make when they when they enter into the, the real estate investing world for rentals? Yeah, I think... Um there's not too much you can do wrong. Real estate's a really forgiving uh, asset class, I would say. It's not like buying a stock too high, generally speaking. But if you're going to take your own home and make it an investment property, you want to avoid putting too much into it. Don't do Every all the remodel before you're about to put it on the market for for uh, for lease it for rental for lease. Such great advice because it, like this needs to be your long term plan. Let's say if, if you're buying a house to live in today and you're thinking, okay, when I'm when I outgrow it or when I relocate or whatever in five years, I'm going to do something else with it and and rent it. Then you don't want to over improve it right now. Is that? Part of I, I think part of it's you don't want to over improve it, but part of it, what I think is, make your house nice for you to live in today. Don't do it a month before you move out for somebody else. So live in your house, let it be used. Houses live, they breathe, they they will do their thing. And then when you move out, don't overcomplicate it. You're not going to put a whole bunch of beautiful wood flooring into a, a rent house before you move out. If you have to redo some flooring patch it over in a way that looks good. If you're going to do flooring, do LVT, some luxury vinyl tile or something plank that will last, that will stand the test of time. In my house, for example, I have hardwood floors. I'm not going to put hardwood floors into my rentals. It's just, it won't, they won't stand up over time. And if they do, you have to make sure that you're giving felt pads to people to put on their furniture and and trust that they do that correct Uh, you know we put a special we do have some clients that have a ton of uh houses and they all have wood floors and they we take special precautions for them we we put a special coating of of varnish down every time we do a a turnover Uh, we put those pads in and and trust that people are going to put them on their furniture. Uh, We take special photos of the wood floors. But again, I mean, I I think the reality is you want to have a product that is meant for longevity, uh, for use, for durability. And so that is a, a, a plank uh, a vinyl, something that will that will stand up the test uh, to the test of time. And essentially, you make it nice for a rental so that you can maximize the market there, but save that extra money and use it when you're actually turning it to sell because the last tenant probably didn't take exceptional care of it as an owner would, and it's going to need repainting, new flooring Correct. anyway. Correct. You do that when you call me and then I'll sell it, we'll get top Correct. dollar. Correct. What about the biggest expense when you're a landlord? Oh, it really runs the gamut. I mean, I think what we see oftentimes is that people, uh, well, there are a couple a couple of problem areas that people run into. The first is um, husband and wife couple leave a house. They turn it into a rental, and the, the and the the three bedroom two bath is now used by four people or five people, right? Which you would expect. Um, in that in that increased usage, because there's more people flushing the toilets and doing more laundry and running the sink and the dishwasher, the pipes just back up. And, you know, sometimes it leads to really significant problems, like it's under a slab and we have to jackhammer concrete to, you know, pull up old cast iron pipes that have galvanized over time or whatever it would be, whatever causes the holes in in, in old cast iron or old piping. And we have to replace pipe. And that's a, that's a really significant headache. And it's, it's not driven by anything except age and increased use, which you'd expect when you put five people in a house where formerly 
two people lived. Yeah, I had some old lead pipes. Lead, it was the sewage, uh, the drain. Right, right. And they went out on me, started leaking in the walls. It was it a can mess. Be really, it can be really bad. And people look at us oftentimes and go like, what, what did you guys do? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just here to deliver this terrible news. I'm really sorry. And we can get it fixed for a really reasonable price because we have great contractors that, that are priced reasonably. But I didn't, you know, I didn't go to your tenants and say, like, I need you to flush a whole, a whole <laughs> roll of toilet paper. Um, and pour so, grease down the drain. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think another one is HVAC expense. Um, you never know. Mechanical systems fail for no reason at an unexpected time. And once they start failing, they continue to fail. So your capacitor could go out on your on your you know AC condenser, um, and then you change that, and it's something uh, kind of downstream further and further and further. And eventually, you know, you go back to the, uh, the the owner will come back to us and say, "This is the third time you've sent out an HVAC technician." And the HVAC technician looks at me and goes, "I told you when we started that it's a 25 year old system. There's very little I can do to make this thing a, a new system except put in a new system. So well, if you if you want it, you know, I'm here to I'm here to help." Isn't there a struggle? Now we're getting to landlord advice, it, especially you as a property manager. By the way, we're talking to Matt, Matt Zalk at Key Renter. And as a property manager, you're trying to talk people through the best choices to make. Do I fix it? Do I uh, just go ahead and replace it? And right. obviously you want to fix it as much as possible to avoid putting putting in a new one because you're not necessarily, unless you're it's all bills paid, you're not trying to uh, get the highest efficiency. You want it to be the longevity that you're focusing on. And yet at some point it's good money after bad. And how do you advise a, a, an owner to well, make these decisions? Yeah. So uh, let's use, let's, let's continue with the HVAC example, because I think there is a point at which you want, you do want efficiency, but you're balancing the efficiency for a resident in their bills, utility bills against the, the initial CapEx cost. The operating cost, of course, unless you're in an all bills paid facility is borne by the tenant. The problem is a tenant looks at their rent. Um, it's $1,300 a month. They know it's $1,300 a month, but after a year, they recognize that $1,300 a month is not just $1,300. It's, it's $40 in water or $50 in water. It's $100 in electricity from, from their uh, inefficient electric, uh, uh, HVAC system Sorry, uh, during the summer. And they know that if they can bring that bill down, their overall uh, their overall expenses as a household go down significantly. Well, and so, they're talking to their friends. And they're who talking say, to well, their friends. Well, my bill was only correct, and they yeah. know that the previous place that they lived was more energy efficient, and therefore they were paying a lower bill and whatever else. So at the end of the year, at the end of the month, they know they have a certain amount of money to pay for their their living expenses, and when the water bill or the HVAC or the electricity bill or the gas bill goes up significantly, that eats into some other budget line item for them. And so we really do need to balance that because you might not know it. They might not come to you and say, hey, I'm leaving this property because my AC bill is a $200 a month. But you, you know, they will leave and you will have to deal with the repercussions, which is, of course, a make ready and then a lost month of rent for, you know, the leasing period and everything else. So you do, you should consider, you know, some of the operational costs and, and, and improving efficiency. One thing that we do is we send a lot of work to SRI. The, uh, they're kind of an energy efficiency expert. Uh, or Titan, I don't know what Titans that we call them Titan something or other, but they're um, you know they do duct sealing and they do uh, crack sealing and they work on energy efficiency stuff and they do a lot of it for for free to us because they get a subsidy from PSO. Um, so a lot of that stuff really helps tenants. It's you know the insulation and, and other things. And so you really can um, you really can improve uh, uh, the operating costs for them. 
Matt Zog, key renter, uh, such, that's good information. I didn't even know we were going to head there. Uh, your contact information. <laughs> you can call us at uh, 918-351-7000. You can also reach us at info at keyrentertulsa.com. Thanks, Matt. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.